This week, history will be made. When the Bills and Broncos kick off at 4.30 on Saturday, the NFL will have its first season where a game was played on every day of the week. Hell oh, yeah. and uh, some of you are going to be punching tickets to your fantasy football championships, which I think is also important. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Yo. And Tom. Hey, everybody. Gentlemen, that stat that I gave you was true. This will be the first NFL season where a game was played on every day of the week. Yeah, what an interesting side effect. My favorite ones were the five o'clock starts during the week. So oh, yeah. Once you like, once you clock out, not that I'm a clock in or clock out employee, but once you clock in or out at that nine to five, that typical work shift, What's you better? flip the football game on. That is just absolutely beautiful. That's and what we need. It doesn't run too late, so I could get up nice and early the next morning. Yeah. I I loved like the. What was it? Wednesday at five o'clock. I think a yep. team played. That, that was awesome. uh, that was Steelers Ravens, I, I which was an could, awful game. I wish they could give me more awful. And games we'll get like to that. more. We'll get to some more awful games because there are certainly a couple on the schedule. And uh, but yeah, in the meantime, we've got some uh, we've got some stuff to get to. Guys, five and one last week. <sighs> the only teams that I have left are the teams that had buys. The only team that I had that lost was our team by a point and a half. So that was um, painful. That one was painful. Thank you, Nick Chubb and Derek Henry for your services. They will not be forgotten. Not so soon. Unfortunately, the rest of our team couldn't pull through for us. But yeah. uh, like I said, I still got I still got some other teams going. I got one against Don. I got one against Tom. So it's going to be a fun weekend. Yes. Guaranteed uh, Rutz boy in the hometown. At least one Rutz boy in the hometown league, which is always a fun one. Uh just a little fun fact for everybody at home. Yep. All right, but let's get to these games. We have a Thursday night game that has not been rescheduled for any reason that we yeah. know of so far. <laughs> uh, it's it's this afternoon or this evening. Chargers against the Raiders. I'm taking a look at our doc now. It's dropless, which is which is crazy. A little, a little a dropless first game. Really. You know, there's that fear about those Thursday night games. Once you get late in the season, all those little yeah. pieces of doubt start to creep into your mind a little bit. So don't. Have that fear this week yeah. for guys like Austin Eckler. I don't have to tell you about no. that. Young man has been incredible. Obviously, uh, Justin Herbert is is ready to rock, and so is Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. I think the three of them are all going to drop twenties in full PPR. I think that that's a very solid floor for the for the three of them. Uh, as someone who's going against Herbert in the league, I'm terrified. Yeah, uh, against the Raiders, who just absolutely gave it up to Phil Rivers. Justin Herbert, I think we can all agree, a little bit more athletic than Phil Rivers at this point in their careers. Hey, Tom, where you got Austin Eckler going next year's in drafts? It's a good question. Uh, where was he going this year? Second? second yeah, like third. front end second, I would say. Yeah, he Probably was top, about a front end a, second guy. He was I a think top 15 pick. I think he'll be a back end second guy. Yeah, then I could. I, I'm I'm very interested to see where he goes. I hope his injury makes him slip because this is going to be the best offense that he'll go into the season under, even with Phil. I mean, the, the sky's the limit. It seems like for the Chargers' offense, and they might actually get an offensive-minded coach in there in the offseason that could ignite it even more. You can color me intrigued for Austin Eckler next year for sure. Um, 
uh, Henry Ruggs got put on the COVID list. Yes. So he's not going to play in this game. Obviously, he got put on that today at time of recording. It's Tuesday. Um, so he, he he won't be able to clear in time. Can't clear, yeah. Which really opens the door for a continued peppering of Nelson Aguilar. I think there could be some involvement with Hen- Hunter Renfro as well. He should get a, a little uptick. But Aguilar, I think, becomes startable even in your, you know, your semifinal weeks. And, of course, Darren Waller, always a threat. Uh, Chargers seemingly good against tight ends over the past, but yes. this defense is not what we thought it was going to be. Earlier in this also not even really a tight end. He's no, Darren Waller is a wide receiver. Yeah, well, a, a friend of mine was, uh, we were having a conversation about like how, why no one really talks about Travis Kelsey as the greatest tight end of all time, which he's obviously pacing to be. And I think that that's why nobody really brings it up because well, it's, like that's true. But I, I was like, well, to me, the only argument you have is like, the dude doesn't play tight end. Like he barely <laughs> even puts his hand on the ground. You know, he's playing wide receiver and I don't mean to disparage him. He's having one of the best wide receiver seasons we've ever seen, let alone as a tight end. He's, he's incredible, yep. but that's the only argument that, that you have. And, and that's the same case with Darren Waller. These guys are playing wide receiver. There's formations for the, for the Raiders. We're watching the game. They have one wide receiver on the field and it's Darren Waller. Yeah. I mean, listen, Travis Kelsey is the greatest fantasy football tight end of all time. Yeah. Rob Gronkowski is the greatest tight end of all time. I mean, yeah, Gronk actually if you plays want to get tight into end. this discussion, I can bring up some of those stats I was dropping you guys the other day, or last night, rather. Um, Gronk, 2011, 18 touchdowns, 331 fantasy <laughs> points in full point PPR, which is one of the craziest years of all time for a tight end. Oh, I think it's sure. the best of all time by a tight end. Uh, I didn't do any background checking on that. It's just a boy. You know, stratospheric. No, I mean yeah. really. A three hundred. If you think that there's a better tight end season than that, because there's not. There's not. Yeah, it would be a waste of time. A three hundred point fantasy season in any position is like a lock for top five. Like Gronk scored like quarterback numbers that year. Um, yes. Through thirteen games, Travis Kelsey has more PPR points than three of his four seasons in which he finished tight end one. Damn. Um, so he's scoring he's, touchdowns this year. That's why he's getting a ton of touchdowns. Yep. Yeah, I believe he has nine right now. And there, there was this year where he had ten touchdowns he, as well. Okay. So what he's doing right now is he's pacing for an absurd amount of yards, obviously an absurd amount of catches. Ten touchdowns is absurd for a tight end, but will he hit that three hundred thirty-one mark? Probably not. He's currently at two hundred sixty-seven. You need those eighteen Gronk touchdowns to really break into that. That uh, that ozone that's a, layer, Tom. That's a full PPR or half PPR numbers there. Full PPR numbers. I mean, Kelsey ain't out of it. Sixty. He's got sixty points with three games to go. Four. Right? No, three games. Three. Sorry. Three points. Three games He's to gonna, go, and it's a little 20. over sixty. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like twenty more like seventy. He could do it's it. More yeah. like seventy. He'll he probably need 25. If they have but, something yeah. to play for week seventeen. Yeah, it'll be interesting. But even so, we're seeing yeah. uh, truly elite. Yeah. tight end season out of him we got way off the beaten path on that one circling all the way back to darren waller who is good is also a tight end tight end too <laughs> as a matter of fact all righty moving on first game of the saturday slate 4 30 start bills broncos saturday that just sounds bills weird. coming off with a signature win against the suddenly stumbling steelers i love on the bills, Sat- man. sunday night football Scott and I obviously rocking out to the Carrie Underwood song before the game starts, but we're shutting some people down in this one. That's a bummer. 
Yeah, I'm shutting down uh, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. I mean, Zach Moss has four touchdowns on the year, which is not amazing. Um, he hasn't had one since week nine, and Yikes. he is definitely capped in the receiving department. So when you look to play Devin Singletary instead, that's really the advantage that you're getting because Devin Singletary only has one touchdown on the entire year, which came in week four. So although these guys are getting you like, you know, double digit carries, they're very seldom either of them getting you double digit fantasy points. Um, I, I mean, it's hard to say that you're playing them in the semifinals, but I think that there are like flyer guys that have a better chance of putting up double digit fantasy points than either of these guys. They're pretty cheap yep. in your, in your, uh, in your dailies. I've got the prices right here as my screen reloads, but it's something like $4,500 on DraftKings for the most expensive one. And that's correct. And $5,700 on FanDuel for the most expensive one. So yeah, they can round out your lineup and get you eight points or something like that. But you absolutely know that you're not getting a blow up spot from either of these guys through 14 right. games, which is basically 28 or, you know, let's call it minus the buys 26 games for each of these guys. You haven't gotten anything massive. So to, to, no. to hinge an important playoff game or, you know, try to win a contest in DraftKings, yeah. there's, there's really no upside to these guys. Yeah, I agree, especially because their their floor isn't incredibly high either. So like they're they're not like a um a guy like JD McKessick who's gonna get peppered and, and sneak to some floor or potentially take sneak to some floor in your head. There's no floor for these guys because their main competition isn't even at running back. Josh no. Allen is still he's their the goal line dog back. in the goal line. He he's putting together another uh you know, that that was another, in my opinion, Tom, he put together another MVP level performance against the Steelers especially in the second half of that game took over that game and uh, I expect him to just light the Broncos on fire no AJ Boye Diggs about to go in again what a masterpiece Diggs put together 100 catches and there's still three games to go Keenan Allen has 99 by the way both of those the two of them amazing spot in the fifth sixth rounds they've been they've been heroes awesome awesome guys all right, uh, on the other side of this game for the Broncos, tough to like anything going on. However, we do know that Melvin Gordon will not be suspended, it seems, because uh, he still has his plea hearing uh, that was pushed back to January. So NFL likes to wait until the legal process plays itself out before they announce their suspension. So uh, something to keep in mind for Melvin Gordon going forward into next year. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, Nothing too crazy to, about this Bills defense to scare you off of Drew Locke as a streaming option if you're yeah, desperate. That's 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 too desperate for me. Playing at home. There's more options. Uh, there's more options. All for right. Me. Just because the bottom falls out for Drew Locke sometimes. He was terrible, you know, in, in some really good matchups. I think against the Raiders, he was awful. Uh, against the Falcons, it took forever for him to get going. And in, in the holiest of weeks, that's just it's just too hard to trust. It drew me like yeah. that sometimes. He's also not a lock to stay healthy for the whole game. Yes. <laughs> Tom coming up with the pun for his last name. I came up with one for the first name. Perfect. We're firing on all cylinders on run up the score this week. Panthers Packers. I've got a few drops in this one, including my shootout of the week. Uh, I think there's going to be points of plenty in this one. And it should be noted that I made this before it was announced that Christian McCaffrey likely won't suit up for this one, and I just don't care. Uh, 
Carolina may be getting back DJ Moore this week. They got Robbie Anderson. They got Curtis Samuel. Mike Davis was back to his Pay me what you want. former RB1 self. And as I bring him up, the drop drops. He is my pay up of the week. 7,400 on, 7, on FanDuel, 6,500 on DraftKings. The Packers get run all over by power backs, especially. That is what Mike Davis is to his core. Don't forget that he's got a great receiving upside as well. This is the gift that keeps on giving. This is like, this is, the, forget the 12 days of Christmas. We got the 12 weeks of Mike Davis. I think it might in be fantasy this year. It might year. be a little better for you if uh, DJ Moore doesn't play because. Yeah. What you see here is Curtis Samuel has to play wide receiver the entire game. So he doesn't take snaps out of the backfield. He doesn't take carries, goal line carries, screens, stuff like that. And that's where you see Mike Davis rack up two touchdowns. And I believe he had like seven targets. He catches six of them in this game. And this is what we loved from him at the beginning of the year. His full PPR ceiling is just insane. There isn't one in this offense. It really is. I, I, I really I have some great running backs in the league, but I have him. And it's going to be hard for me to to leave him off the lineup this week. Sounds like it's a good week for your guy, Teddy, too, Scotty. Oh, I, ho I hope so. I mean, it's not the best matchup. Are you matchup. starting him against me? Um, it's either him or Gardner Minshew. Mm, uh, against the Ravens. Uh, yeah, which just got lit on fire. So That is true. I, I, I'm a little torn on that. Teddy's been good to me, though. I think I'll ride with him. All right. Good to know. Tom, anything to add on that Packers-Panthers game? Devonta Adams is good. That's my line. Pay <laughs> me what you owe me. I like. I'm really just doing an impression of that Michael Irvin playmakers. Uh, yeah. My playmaker this week, Devontae Adams. I think he can make a play. Oh, he scored eight weeks in a row. You're so brave, Michael. Don, that is game, literally what you do. I know. I know. Poking fun of him and me. 49ers Cowboys in the 1980s. This game would have been lit in the tw in 2020. In the 1980s, it got flexed out of prime time. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know where to go with this. I, th I think help this is out. a good spot I'll for the Cowboys. Don't worry, Don. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. If you say Nick Mullins, I swear to God. No, I mean I, I'm I'm going with the mush of Nick Mullins. Yeah, and I'm going with the Cowboys defense here who played very well last week, if you remember. Um, will I be riding them in all my leagues? Probably not. I'm looking around on the waivers, though. Am I going to pick up like a Vikings defense that's been getting torched and Mitch has been playing well and the Bears offense has been playing well? These other weirder options that we have here, I'm looking at them. I'm like, damn, maybe I just rock with the Cowboys and hope Nick Mullins stinks again. And I think we could get away with that as a fantasy community this week. It's, it's our line. We love saying this. You could do worse. 29 on Yahoo, 23 ESPN. Uh, keep in mind, and then we're recording Tuesday night. Spot so last week too, prior to waivers processing, but they won't be owned worth it. No, not at all. They're out, what do you think about? What do you think about uh, Jeff Wilson this week? Oh, baby! baby. I the mean, news, they're going to hold out most. The news came out uh, a little too late for me, but uh, let me let me get the drops going because he's a one hundred. This is a, a steal. And I'm going to call on my co-hosts to uh, hopefully get some pricing numbers up for Jeff Wilson if I they have you. a second as I wax poetic on him. Uh, Raheem Mostert, probably not going to play. Getting second opinions. Second opinions. Ask Christian McCaffrey. Never good. 
And uh, we're looking at him missing time again. This is a lost season for the 49ers. You know who it wasn't lost for, though? Jeff Wilson. This guy has been a stud every chance he's gotten, and he should be very cheap. You got him for me, Don? Yep. Go ahead. 5,100 on DraftKings, 5,800 on FanDuel. Okay, so he's got some respect, but, I mean, he's going to – He's going to dominate this game, I think. Important to note, too, the only time Jarek McKinnon saw the field on Sunday was on special teams. He'll get more reps this week. He but might. Jeff Wilson. Will but be it the seems bat. like it's Jeff Wilson's job yeah, good for call, the Tom. moment. And we've been Shanahan once again. Well, Next also, time, here's we'll the thing Jeff Wilson has been playing a lot since he returned from the bye, um, as the whole team did. They all returned from the bye, not just Jeff. Um, no, Jeff and McKinnon, Wilson did. McKinnon barely played in week 13 and uh, Jeff Wilson leaves the game five targets. I, I mean, I, I'm almost willing to call that a career high and I can, I think I can check. <laughs> I love your unsubstantiated uh, claims in this episode. Yeah, Tom just throwing <laughs> caution to the wind in week 15. I love it. Uh, me too. Absolutely. It's, love a, it. it's a second from career high. He had uh, nine targets versus Seattle for absolutely no reason in 2018. <laughs> That is insane. My name Jeff. <laughs> All right, I'm moving on from Jeff. I got another 49er. He had 15 that targets really that, ge- that game, or 15 rushes, nine targets that game. And previous to that, he barely ever touched the ball in his career. That is, <laughs> was that a week 17? That's a special? classic Jeff Wilson. <laughs> week 13, Jeff burst oh. off. Oh, we're paying up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think this is a sneaky pay up for a guy who's just getting an insane target share. And he walks into a great matchup. Oh, yes. Brandon Ayuk, 6,900 on FanDuel, 6,300 on DraftKings. He saw a 30% target share last week. Debo Samuel will not play in this game. George Kittle will not play in this game. Brandon Ayuk is about to get the peppering Against once more. The Cowboys. Against the Cowboys, who, you know, obviously they put their defense played well last week, but you look at their receiver production. AJ Brown had a pretty decent game. Yep. T. Higgins had a pretty decent game. And Tyler Boyd caught five passes. So so you can move the ball through the receivers on this team. And uh Brandon Ayuk is a stud and he's in a blow up spot. And they get their receivers the ball. I mean, we saw it with Debo before he got hurt, after he got hurt. Brandon Before Ayuk he got getting, hurt again. Brandon Ayuk getting at least one carry in this game. For sure. For sure. Because the only time Unless he gets carries is when Debo's out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, big spot for the young man in this game. One of the guys that I really like going into this year. And I feel like every time I get on one of these receivers, I'm never right. You may remember my love for Equinemius St. Brown. His brother <laughs> is about to graduate from USC and come into the league next year. Going to fall for him, too. Yep. He's Amon Ra St. Brown. So, like... What what am I what am I supposed to do? Not fall for that? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't I don't know, Don. Yeah. That's a that's a you problem. Yeah, we move on. <laughs> this game was gonna be my stinker of the week, but I do think one team has the offense to to maintain for both Seahawks at the football team, a battle of division leaders. I'm happy that you you brought it up in that light because I could see a little stink on this game, too. It's really hard to throw the stink on the Seahawks and Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf, Chris Carson, all these weapons. But you see these games where, where Russell gets a lot of pressure and their offense really struggles. And what do does the Washington football team do better than maybe any team in the entire NFL create pressure with just four down linemen, right? They don't need to send all these exotic blitzes and get beat over the top. They can just send Chase Young barreling down on you. Chase Young... 50 rushes where it's just 50 pass attempts, just chase young rushing against a five man offensive line. 
How many sacks is he? Getting? <laughs> I think he gets at least five. He was make he makes grown men who have been in the league for yeah, half a decade look like children. Just the size of him is, is incredible, unbelievable. Uh, so that makes that makes this game interesting. We yeah. we actually have a stream that's it's got nothing to do with defense and it's got nothing to do with quarterback. We're heading to tight end town. Come on in, boys. Wait. The water is fine. Does Logan Thomas still qualify? No, get your get your whistles out. It's time for oh. the whistling Bisley to make his return <laughs> to the dock. <laughs> Almost missed the whole season without being mentioned, but it's just in time. Uh, tight ends have really had a high target share against Washington. Uh, you saw Ebron get 11 targets. You saw uh, Evan Ingram have a really big target share when he played against Washington. It seems like a position that they try to funnel looks to as they try to lock up receivers, which they've been great at throughout the uh, the course of the season. Uh, I see you just highlighted Jordan Reed, who we well, missed. Well, I was just about to say, look who popped <laughs> into the chat. It's Mr. Goback. Yeah, exactly. So Jordan Reed is out there as well. Uh, Jordan Reed, 21 targets over his last four games, plays against Dallas. He's 23% on Yahoo, 21 on ESPN. 21 but, targets. But yeah, 21 over his last four games. So Mullins is, is looking for him. Has it panned out to a lot? No. Don't ask me that. But <laughs> Will Disley uh, could pan out to a lot this week. He's been playing a lot more over the past couple of weeks. I understand his target share isn't incredible. And, you know, he's he hasn't really had a huge run leading up to this point to get you excited like like someone else will bring up uh later in the episode who's who's had back to back games with a touchdown. But I think Disley is in a good spot to get, you know, four or five targets. He's a good shot to score when he plays with Russell. He likes targeting him in the red zone when mm -hmm. it's not DK. I kinda like Will Disley this week. I kinda I, you kinda won me over. And the other thing too is like Will Disley was out for a lot of the beginning of this year and no one not Greg Olson, Greg not Jacob done, Hollister. Too. Like nobody stepped up to be the go-to tight end for Seattle. And so Will Disley kind of just came back in and got his job back. And the healthier he gets, the more targets it seems that he's going to get uh, in that Seattle offense. Very good point. David Montgomery versus Dalvin Cook, maybe the two hottest running backs in the NFL going against each other in this one. We also have another stream, though. Derek Henry. You're going to do Derek Henry dirty like that? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna sit here Come on, on this boys. podcast. The water is you're gonna fine. stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna sit there on this podcast and tell me any any running back conversation without mentioning Derrick Henry. Didn't I say two of? <laughs> Maybe, but Derek. just tread what, what carefully. Just, just don't make the mistake again. All right, whatever. <laughs> you only get warned once. They're both it's playing. You, well. like, it's the consumer. <laughs> thank you Joe. fantasy football consumers with derrick henry likely in the semifinals thank you tom dirt for that help there uh the vikings sometimes i put a e at the end pronounce it dear tay it's cool <laughs> vikings defense gets the bears they played well against them last time uh granted nick Foles was the starting quarterback these teams know each other well it seems like every time they play it's kind of a slog uh and this one is home for the vikings so they should get that home field advantage 46% excuse me, on Yahoo and 39% on ESPN. We also have uh, Irv Smith in this one as well. He was phenomenal last week and doesn't really seem like the Bears care too much anymore at this point, especially on defense. I don't know. I mean, The I Bears beat are a on. top three matchup for tight ends this year. Uh, Irv Smith is owned absolutely nowhere. This is before waivers process. Uh, or is it? 
No, oh, yes, yeah, before waivers process. Yeah, before waivers process, yeah. 7% on Yahoo, 4.4% on ESPN. Uh, unlikely to have Kyle Rudolph back this week. And uh, Chicago has just given it up to the position. It's just one of those, you know, the stats say Irv Smith, he might get some uh, some run in this one. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a uh, that's an interesting one, Tom. I didn't hear too much about Rudolph, but if he isn't going to play, uh, the attention to Irv Smith becomes pretty obvious. But just remember, when we played Kyle Rudolph against the Jags, which is a <laughs> home run matchup, no Irv Smith, he bageled. So be on your toes if you're starting Irv Smith. They're two different guys, but I still got that taste in my mouth from Rudolph. That's fair. That is very fair. Okay, we move on. Yeah, it's enough of that one. Patriots, Dolphins, we're still in the stream. Wow. Do we even need to drop it? No. Yeah, Miami's defense, if they were dropped against New England, worth a look. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, if they were dropped while they played the Chiefs, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're not really eligible for the stream, but if you're in like a really active league, there's a really good chance that no one uh, rostered them through the Chiefs. It's basically I, like holding a team through a bye. I cut bait on all my Miami <laughs> Dolphins. I set them all free back into the ocean of the waiver wire. You're the claims. opposite of SeaWorld. And, uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm fair and treat my Dolphins. The creators of the Blackfish documentary are very <laughs> proud, Scott. But, uh, unfortunately, I, I, I'm i with you, Tom. I'm hoping to be able to get them in all the leagues that I dropped them because they are available. They do get and I Patriots. do think this one is going to stink a little bit. I got to yeah. get it. Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. Got to get Happy Gilmore in there when we get our chances. Uh, You look, you think about, you know, you guys know I love my sinkers. I love to look at who are we going to start in the game from a fantasy perspective. There is literally not one Patriot that I would recommend starting. I mean, you can't. Literally, not a single one. Their defense. How many Dolphins would you recommend starting? Also and that's that, what makes a good stinker, doesn't it? Tom? Right, Jasicki might not even play. <laughs> yeah, Jasicki. That's not... really the only one in the entire game. The Dolphins' defense becomes like the number one with a bullet starter from this game. Yeah, Dolphins' defense and Jasicki <laughs> if he plays. If he plays, and even then he's a tight end. So like... and and the Patriots do a great job of scheming out tight ends. Of course they do. So <laughs> tough. Yeah, you could. Sounds sm- like it's gonna stink. Yeah, we could smell the stink on that one all the way yeah. here. And all right. I also have uh, some shutdowns in this game. I'm shutting down the main running running backs of the Patriots. Damian Harris, who's nursing an injury, and Shut Sony Michelle. Damian Harris, 5,800 on FanDuel, 5,100 on DraftKings. Sony Michelle, 5,000 FanDuel, 4,300 DraftKings. I just don't see it happening for this, this team. We know the deficiencies of goal line running backs or uh, power of running backs because Cam, much in the way that Josh Allen is the Bills' power running back, yep. Cam is the Patriots' power running back. It's not going to change. They're st- they're too stuck in their ways at this point in the season. Stidham's not coming in to save the season. I think they're just trying to get through this season with as much respect Stidham as they can't can save the season. No, absolutely not. No. So I just I don't see a lot. If Damian Harris plays, he's not going to be playing at a hundred percent. I don't know if I want that, especially from a guy who's a long shot no. at best to score a touchdown. No, and I, especially in the holiest fantasy weeks, you're not plugging and playing Sony Michelle. Give you're me Jeff plugging. Wilson instead for like a country mile, hundred yeah. percent. Because like you're hoping for the same thing, and it's about three times as likely with Jeff Wilson. And yep. the and the upside is five times higher than playing one of those two. <laughs> that is also true. All righty, 
Well, that'll do it for this one. Jaguars, Ravens. We stream. Again, huh? We, we stream gotta, again. Didn't you? We gotta, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag the return. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. I don't even have oh. to look at the doc to know, and I don't have to look at his ownership to know that I'm sure this guy <laughs> is available. And Baker Mayfield just dropped a 30-burger. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Bake. Baker Mayfield Heavy's about to step out onto the field this week against those <laughs> exactly, same Ravens. Exactly. And 30 Burger himself, baby. Let's go, Gardner. Gardner Minshew, 6,600 on FanDuel, 5,300 on DraftKings. Yeah, and he's 10% owned on Yahoo and 8% on ESPN. So, mm-hmm. uh, Damn, he, that's an insane price. Giddy up. Uh, yeah, that's, that's free for a guy who dominates garbage time. Like This is the kind of game. This is the exact kind of game where you can start Gardner Minshew and everyone's like, what are you, out of your mind? And then he throws for 300 and three touchdowns because Lamar doesn't play the whole fourth quarter. You know what I'm And well, the Ravens are way ahead. And you know what? It, it all, it's, it's all there. This is a weird example of the Monday night phenomenon where like the prices weren't adjusted. Even though it had nothing to do with Gardner Minshew directly, <laughs> if they saw Baker light up the Ravens, I think Minshew's price would have gone up. Yeah. Maybe they boost him a little bit for sure. I think so too. Yeah, I, I'm, no, I'm right over there, Mr. Young. Yeah, we still got, we got a way no to one go. had you to better, call that out. You better wake no, up. We I can way hear it, go. not see it. I am in <laughs> another state. Fair enough. If I can yeah. hear it, so can the listener, Don. <laughs> Maybe. All right. I'll tell you what. All right. I like to bet. I would like to bet Gardner Minshew to score a rushing touchdown this week. Is that the game we're on now? Uh, well, we're we're getting past it now. We're on Buccaneers Falcons. These teams play each other two Wait, times in the we last didn't three do weeks. Browns Giants, did we? We're not there yet. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Browns Giants is the Sunday night game. Okay, I got. Sorry, I'm just getting so tired over here. (laughs) I can hardly keep my eyes open. Coffee, (laughs) Scott. You have Bucks Falcons as your shootout. Oh wait, wait, wait. We have a pay up that we uh, that we ignored because we all fell asleep. Okay, pay up first. Pay me what you want. Um, and everyone else fell asleep on this guy too. Apparently, at the NFL draft, that's James Robinson versus Baltimore. $7,100 $7,100 on uh, DraftKings, $7,000 on FanDuel. That's a pretty good price for this guy. And I think the Monday night effect could be into this one too. Four rushing – or not four rushing touchdowns. Four touchdowns from the running back um, yep. against Baltimore on Monday oh, night. There were four rushing touchdowns. Um, Baker ran one in. Okay. Chubb had well, two and yeah. had There were one. nine total rushing touchdowns in that game. I'm I, sure, I yeah. would honestly rather attribute the running back touchdowns to James Robinson. I don't think he'll scramble wildcat for one, but he does catch and rush the ball. Um, so I'm give give me all of him. You know where I've got him. I'm so happy to have him. And you know when you look Duh. down Injected down down the road, veins, you might have thought oh, week 15 James Robinson. He's kind of fringe and he plays Baltimore. Maybe I don't have like this golden child, but really you do, uh, you know, <laughs> they just got lit up by the position. They're on a short week and James Robinson had a great week. Even last week had a touchdown called back week should have even, even been bigger season should have been bigger. And, yeah. uh, I don't think he's going to die anytime soon. Oh, thank you so much for that, Tom. 
all of my teams. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love James Robinson. Let's go, big dog. Keep rumbling. All right. Scott, we mentioned it before. Buccaneers Falcons is your shootout this week. Yes, it is. Did I hit the drop? I love yes. to play that drop. And Tom had to go back. I'm playing it again. Fine. <laughs> get the drop twice if we miss it uh this one just you know like i said this is you like this you like to look at who who would you start lots of people you'd start lots of people in this game you have no fear of anybody on atlanta nope. um that which leads me or you got no fear of anybody on the bucks really which leads me to a scroll down i mean ronald jones bit. unlikely to play with a oh, broken sorry finger. I've got to scroll down here too. So I thought it was, you thought you were alley ooping me, but go on, Scotty. Oh, we got two guys on the same squad here. Uh, and we're just attacking. Are we doing the this? Falcons? And I think it makes sense. Me and Tom are going to, to options from last year or years prior that you were starting, <laughs> no doubt. This year, no one's touching. I'm scrolling down for Leonard Fournette. That's right. Inactive Leonard Fournette. Dust him off, put him in the starting lineup because. Ronald Jones is not going to play this week. He had surgery on a broken pinky finger, I believe. It is unlikely he plays at time of recording. 5,500 on FanDuel, 4,500 on What are they doing DraftKings. to people's fingers at, in the Bucks facility? Yeah, what's going on over there? They're playing bloody knuckles. <laughs> it must be. In the locker room. Must be. But, uh, yeah, and then, you you know, you look around the rest of the league. If Julio goes, by the way, Julio in his career has absolutely dominated the Bucks. So that and once he plays, it elevates everybody into a position where they become starters like Matt Ryan. You could start. And, you know, even if even if Julio doesn't go, you pivot to the Bucks defense pivot. playing against Matt Ryan, who could be a turnover machine. So there's so many avenues yes. to fantasy points in this game. It's a big shootout for me. And you can't bench Cal Ridley. He's just too good. You could play Russell Gage if Julio doesn't go. Clearly, he's going to get enough targets. Might get a pass attempt. There's a lot. There's a lot of action in this one. Tom, get to your scroll down now. Yeah, so I've got Antonio Brown here. You might think, oh man, didn't Scotty Miller just score a big touchdown and all that stuff? Scotty Miller played ten percent of the snaps uh, on on Sunday when they played. Made him count. Scotty Miller can go to hell. He can go to hell, but he certainly did make him count. Antonio Brown actually had a team high for the catches with only five, but he's led the team in targets before. He led the team in catches this week, and he gets Atlanta. It's, you know, Tom Brady and Antonio Brown, they have some semblance of a connection. If you're desperate, and maybe not even fully desperate, uh, but you've rostered Antonio Brown and those stars have aligned, this is the time. Um, he's also just a scroll down. He's $5,400 on DraftKings, $6,500 on FanDuel, so a little bit of cheating right there. But it's Antonio Brown, so you got to give him some credibility. Uh, big play can easily happen from this guy. They've used him on end arounds and things like that. This is the team where that stupid BS actually works. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> offensively and defensively. Uh, yeah, so, for sure. Yep. Um, it I, checks I like out. Antonio Brown this week of all weeks remaining in the season, a.k.a. two. <laughs> all right if there was ever a week remaining to start antonio brown <laughs> it's this one it would be this one all right derrick henry's end of season parade rolls into tennessee where detroit will be lord viewing jesus. the parade lord jesus have mercy and if you are playing against derrick henry this week you just close your eyes and pray that he shows some just form of mercy. Just and don't he look won't. at his just don't look at the amount of fantasy points 
he scores. I'll yep. tell you this much. It's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot. So don't even look. Just nope. look at the other guys and just black and hope black they suck. him out. Yeah, and hope he's not going they to suck because he is so unlikely to suck. Another guy we have unlikely to suck in this one is Tom's plum pick. I can feel it down in my plums. And Tom's plum pick is Derrick Henry. <laughs> Stunning and brave. <laughs> it's not Derrick uh, Henry, by the way. No, it's not Derrick Henry. Um, my plum pick. I've got in uh, a different game. Yeah. Oh, did I mess up? Yep. Whoopsie. But we can talk about him if you want. <laughs> what game are we on? We're on. You, got, you actually Lions. picked Titans, Lions. Ah, oh, damn it! I thought we were on Colts Texans. My you know bad. What's happening? Like, you know oh, what's Corey happening? Davis. Nice. <laughs> Scott is playing Derrick Henry versus me in the playoffs, so he's a little frazzled <laughs> just by just by bringing him up. He's that's he's, right. He, How could you not? That's right. I'm flustered. Someone else. Someone else. Pick up the slack, please. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's 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 brutal. I, I almost I, went I, into terrified. the I almost went into the speech about why you should play T.Y. Hilton. Um, well, I mean, we it's could the next transition game. Right, Texans Colts right into is next. it. Derrick Henry could ruin this whole game for everyone in fantasy. Everyone else, just yeah. by yeah, going. By way, Stafford, Stafford might not play, so we'll get yeah. that out now. Um, oh, I plum picked Marvin Jones. I think yeah, that's I'm what you sure. were thinking of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was right after all. Yeah. yeah. I plum picked Marvin Jones. <laughs> yeah, uh, I imagine Don, that that hinges a little bit on uh, on Stafford, or or no, you're fearless. Chase Daniel, he's come in and done it before. <laughs> he knows what it's up. He knows what's up. He knows who to throw to. <laughs> all right. Or so tried to throw to. If we're moving on, I've got T.Y. Helton versus Houston. Yeah. He played him two got weeks you. ago, lit him on fire. <laughs> Um, last week he had a big week versus Las Vegas. So here's his stat line over two weeks, 13 catches, 196 yards and three touchdowns, uh, AKA, if you have that six and a half catches, 98 yards, touchdown and a half. Um, if he can keep that pace, you're going to take six catches, 98 yards, touchdown and a half, which is worth nine points. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to take that. That touchdown and a half is nice. Yeah. You're going to take that every time you get the chance, especially uh, for $5,500 on DraftKings, $6,800 on FanDuel, so a little cheaper on DraftKings. Um, him and Antonio Brown were kind of priced the same, so uh, he lost the tiebreaker of being a little bit more expensive, so he became right. a plump pick. He but becomes a plump pick at that point. Nice. I, I think Eli Hilton is a little bit more realistic, obviously, of a, of a starter in this situation, especially when you consider that the prices are uh, eerily similar. And Ty actually scored three times in the last two weeks. <laughs> I, I mean the yeah. I think you absolutely can start Ty Hilton if you're in the semis. I We're mean doing he's this proved again. it. We're doing this again. Ty Hilton. Remember when he was a shutdown or a plum pick every week? This is it. <laughs> he's back. He's baby. back. He's back. The roller coaster's on the upswing now. Let's ride. The king has returned. Yeah, Scotty, you got a, a great uh, spot you got to pay up in this one as well. Oh yeah, I do. You guys see that rookie run? Last week against Vegas. Cam Akers? No. Uh, you what you Jonathan Taylor. Oof. Jeez, that was that was that was what we wanted to see all year, young man. And God, it was nice to see. He's burned me before in this spot. I, I remember paying up for him against Detroit, and he absolutely flopped. I don't think that's on the table this time. I think he's finally getting his footing within this offense. You've seen him catch a long touchdown pass two weeks ago. See him hit a long touchdown run this week. 
He's putting it all together. Him and Hines have a synergy now where both are very effective, both getting at least 15 touches. And if you're going to get 15 touches against Houston, my God, and you're going to play like that, he's going to yeah. go buck nasty. 7,400 on FanDuel, 7,200 on DraftKings. Uh, he's a good cornerstone this week. Yeah, he is. I'm going against him and T.Y. in the league this week, and I am wow. terrified. Wow, the Colts stack. Yeah. Texans D. Yeah, let's go Texans D. Yeah, good luck with You've that. You've been so good all year. <laughs> um. All right. All right, let's talk about Jalen. Eagles Cardinals in the toaster. Oh, boy. Jalen rocks, man. What a what, <laughs> I mean, he's obviously on the stream. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Ownership percentage uh, still very low from last week. Only 18%, 14% uh, Yahoo and ESPN, respectively. Uh, even if that jumps, though, you know, even if that yeah. jumps up 30% across all leagues, which when you see a lot of uh, guys eliminated, a lot of leagues eliminated, people stop checking their lineups and start making those ad, ad drop type moves. You can see Jalen Hurts still under 50% by the time those are clear. I think he will be still uh, at or around that mark. Definitely. Which, makes, which puts him firmly on the, on the streaming radar. And if he's on the streaming radar, if you're looking for a streamer, the guy got 100 rushing yards last week. He certainly did. This is your streamer. Yes. I don't care if he's going against the NFC Pro Bowl team. Which he's not. <laughs> he's not exactly um, Arizona had a good Arizona's defense had a good week last week they played the Giants but I mean come on a hundred rushing yards that beats a good defense every time it just did we missed Phil as well uh on the streaming so, radar in the last um, uh, yeah Phil makes a lot of sense here as well but Jalen is probably going to be our choice again uh for sure. I, I looked at the Arizona Cardinals rushing yards allowed from the quarterback they're averaging uh, 26 point something yards a game from the quarterback position against. And that's, uh, I think, top four in the league. So they're a top four target against the rush. And they played, nice. um, like I looked at the the big guys, you know, the, your Cam Newtons, your Russell Wilsons and some of those. And right. there Josh was nothing Allen, like, Hill. yeah, there's nothing like stratospheric, but um, it, it's a reliable thing i feel right you're top 18, four 18 rushing attempts last week for Jones. yeah that, that would equate to him getting less than one yard in attempt if he has the same attempts and they remain the average right so yeah. something's got to give i think jalen hurts wins that agreed another streamer we have out there super desperate we're talking one percent on Dan Yahoo. Arnold! <laughs> and espn He's had back-to-back weeks uh, with a touchdown, and the Eagles have allowed a touchdown to a tight end in back-to-back weeks. Dan so Arnold. If you're, if you're out here throwing out Jonu Smith and getting two points like I have been in leagues for the past couple weeks. That sounds fun. Maybe it's time to finally just say, you know what? Screw it. I'm playing Dan Arnold, and hopefully he scores a touchdown. Um, I don't think he's my official uh, pick. It's time for our choice here. Uh, I did a deep dive on Will Disley, if you couldn't tell from from when he came up, and uh, he's he would actually be my pick this week. I'm taking Jordan Reed. I like the target share, and I like the fact that Debo Samuel's out, so it could increase his target share. We could see him, and he's averaging four or five targets over the last four games. Could see that average bump up to six or seven at the end of this one. They're going to need warm bodies out there to catch some passes, be it from Nick Mullins or C.J. Bethard. I think Jordan Reed, he's been a nice little surprise both staying healthy and having some pretty productive games. Give me Jordan Reed in this one. 
I no hate to. Time. I know. Jesus. I, if I went second, I would have said Irv Smith even. Um, wow. Well, that's good. It gives the people some options. Yeah, I think this is a pretty even keel week. Um, Scott, sell me once more on Disley. I mean, Washington has just, there's been a high target share to tight ends. It seems to me like they funnel targets, like they're trying to funnel targets to the tight end. You got no whistling. And he's healthy. He scored two weeks ago. I think he had like six targets, five targets last week. So when it comes to liking Will Disley, you either Husker do or you Husker don't. (laughs) Yeah, with the amount of JD. Let's let's go Disley for the Joe Dirt, but Don, uh, <laughs> you gave a compelling Jordan Reed, and I'm I'm truly pretty much on the fence. It's like fifty one forty nine. Wow, didn't think I was gonna make it that close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know you shattered. One more scroll down. Yes. Ride with me, Jalen Rieger. Jeez, man. I'm going back to it. You're going to drown in this well if you keep going back they to it. They love giving him the ball. And I think there's a floodgate game coming. It came with Brandon Ayuk. came with Justin Jefferson, albeit in week one. But this rookie wide receiver class is no joke. And I think Jalen Rieger's turn to step into the spotlight, a la run the jewels, is this week. Let's ride. 5,500, FanDuel 4,400. Yes, sorry. Thank Justin. you, Scott. No problem. All right, we move on. Jets-Rams. Do the Jets get their first win in Los Angeles against the Rams defense, who just allowed three points to New England? Considering they just scored three points against Seattle? No. All right, moving on. Uh, Start your Rams, right? There's... I saw Cam Akers uh, pop up with the Q tag. I I think it's probably more maintenance-related than anything, Mm -hmm. but uh, something to pay attention to there because if he doesn't go, Daryl Henderson and really Malcolm Brown could be started against the Jets. Good that would point. be huge for me in my favor. Just I think I stopped Tom's heart with the with the potential might news of Cam Akers being out. Uh obviously the receivers both in blow up spots here. Yeah. Jared Goff, if he's floating around on your waiver. I mean, this is a guy who's Pick owner- him up! whose ownership percentage uh obviously doesn't dictate that he can be an official streamer, but no. he finishes the year with the Jets and Seattle, so he has a chance to really finish strong. Chiefs Saints. Man, it would have been nice to have a healthy Drew Brees in this one. Doesn't look like he's going to be 100%. Would have been nice so to it have. Doesn't look like he's playing. These teams playing in separate games, so we wouldn't would be able to hit the shootout. We have to do the shootout for this one. Yeah, we do. I actually have a plum pick here, too. It's, it's more plums than anything, but... I can feel it down in my plums. Listen, the Saints hadn't allowed a, a, a hundred yard rusher for ninety five straight games, according to it Don. was fifty six. <laughs> the official number was fifty. Well, guess what? They had two, two last week. Yeah. So now maybe they're a little more susceptible on the ground and in steps my plum pick, Clyde Edwards, L. Air. And you'll say, Scott, he didn't really have that big of a game last week. Well. He had 21 total touches, and he caught five passes. So in your full PPR, even your half PPR, the floor is rock solid. And I think this is this is a potential game where it's going to be high scoring and CEH getting that many touches, playing as much as he did. He proved himself to be the lead to Le'Veon Bell. Yep. I, I just feel like getting that many touches in this offense is always worth playing, and in this one, he's going to cash. Just feel it down in the plum. Maybe 6,400 FanDuel. 
5,800 DraftKings. Let's ride. Le'Veon Bell was like a Tinder date that didn't work out for the Chiefs. Like, we tried. It was fun. It was completely risk-free. And now we're done. And now he's just like a nice insurance policy yeah. and a good backup. Yeah. Like, the mix yeah. I, I, mean, I don't Every think they... While, we'll see what's up. Yeah, they didn't get him to, to, to be the guy, you know? True. Also, I am alive. Uh, yes. I don't know what happened to my microphone again. That's good time. So it's just like Tinder, actually, Don. It was a good example. They didn't get him to be the guy. It's just when they're a little bored and they. <laughs> well, and every once in a while, you get a message like, hey, just want to let you know I'm still alive. <laughs> WYD. <laughs> How yeah, was your exactly. Thanksgiving? <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Oh, we're si- <laughs> nice one. Oh, Tom. God, we're single. <laughs> All right. Uh, nothing else going on in the Chief Saints game. Obviously, start who you feel like starting. Oh, here's a question for you guys. Just close up that one. In one of my leagues, I'm in the semifinal. Big Ben against Cincy or Taysom Hill against the Chiefs? Taysom Hill. Big Ben. It's a tough one. The Big Ben. Floor. Big Ben almost 30 burgered against them last time, and that's what's going to be fun. I love Taysom Hill, but not as like a real quarterback. <laughs> yeah, of course. We're talking about fantasy that, football he's here. He's not a good real quarterback. <laughs> well, I don't even mean, my real quarterback is like even fantasy, right? Like he has to, in my opinion, like rush his little heart out versus the Chiefs. Like Matt Tyron Matthew is like the number one enemy I can imagine to Taysom Hill. Like if I was building the defense, I'd be like, I'd like to have him to stop Taysom Hill. That's a good one. He's the honey badger to Taysom Hill's King Cobra, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Right? Isn't I mean, that the thing? I have no idea. Kill snakes. But you think but the, it's Ben, Tom. The dropout game is coming for Taysom Hill. And I, I, honestly, oh. Ben has been having a really good game. It did. I mean, it even did in the first half against the Eagles. How about Denver, too? He was yeah. awful there. I mean, he's not a good real-life quarterback. But turn the ball over in the, in the red zone every he start. He hasn't had less than 18 fantasy points in any one of his starts either. Also that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, those are two irrefutable yeah, facts. So. <laughs> yeah, so I'm talking about the 18-point dropout, not the real-life dropout. To me, real-life is fantasy. This is my life. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit about the standings no. of the NFL. No. I only care about the standings in my leagues. Cowboys 49ers got flexed out of Sunday night. Man, must be don't a hard burner of a matchup in the Sunday night game. Nope, it's Browns Giants. <laughs> and if you want to talk about a guy who's due for a crashing back down to earth game. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. The Baker cycle oh. is due for a play like shit spin yeah it, it definitely is uh the stream here uh is cleveland's defense though if you watched last week the cardinals racked up eight sacks against daniel jones and they only he scored can't move seven points so he can't move with his hamstring maybe they go to colt mccoy if so fine i'm all about the browns defense 51 percent they Yahoo. only scored 17 in the game colt mccoy started 53 on espn so you know, they're right at that threshold line. I say we count them, and I say we make them the official stream. Absolutely. You know why? They're a two-week stream. Oh, because they get the Jets, they get next, the Jets week. next week. Yeah. So How about the Browns, man? It's they're going to no win question. a lot of games this year. Yeah. I mean, they should be 11-5, and five, or that's 16. They should be 11-4 and four after this these Those next two, two games. games. Yeah. And then they play Pittsburgh, which is probably, hopefully, going to be for the – actually, it would, I think – it would be for the division title. Tom, you agree with the Browns this week? Yeah, sure. I mean, the Dolphins don't count, and the other ones are pretty sketchy. 
Yeah, exactly. They the, are. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, you know, I, you guys know I love to do future site defensive moves, especially in the playoffs. So I had the Cowboys in every league. But this week I added the Vikings in a bunch of leagues, and I was really kind of excited to play them. But I'm like already backing off because Mitch has looked really good mm-hmm. against defenses that aren't that great. Vikings at home, though. And the Vikings are at home too, so th- there's some of that going Kirk at on. Home. They always play, they always play divisional games well. You know, it's it'll be a tough one, but I'm not as excited for the Vikings as yeah. uh, as I as I once hoped I was a yeah. week ago. Last game, Steelers Bengals. This is my stinker of the week. I mean, how could you look at the Steelers offense and the Bengals offense how they played last week and think that anything good is going to come from this game? I mean, it's, yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. You know what really stinks? Deontay Johnson's hands. Yeah, two bricks. I mean, man, that's bad. He's having a tough go at it. When he gets the ball into those two hands, he can really make some plays. You but... know, who, I will say, you know who I remember distinctly having a big time bout of the dropsies a few short years ago was Mike Evans. Now, Deontay Johnson is nothing like Mike Evans in terms of the size and skill set department. But I am just saying it does happen. And I'm only saying this because I really like Deontay Johnson. I think he's a fantastic so player. But you know who I don't on, like man. this week, man? Shut it down. I'm shutting down James Conner. And even though this looks like a great matchup, and I'm happy that I, that I caught this now because I did miss Todd Gurley, and I want to bring them up together within the same light because they're both very similar. They're both drafted as RB2s. They both had points in the season where you felt like you hit and you hit hard with these guys leading you to a potential playoff spot. But you look at James Conner. His, in his last four games, his best half PPR performance is 11.4. The last time he's played against Cincy, he had 5.8. He has a quad problem going on right now. And you know the Steelers have no problem just taking him right off the field, playing Benny Snell. They were playing, playing Jalen Samuels, Samuels a lot. Playing Anthony McFarland. They don't really care. You know, they're going to try to save Connor and preserve him, or at least they're not going to put him out there as damaged goods, right? Yep. So you see all that happening. For and what's, and what's the payoff? Potentially, he plays the whole game and gets you 11.4. Great. You know what? Like, there's not much upside, it seems like, even with a guy like mm-hmm. that who we thought had a ton of upside, just like Todd Gurley, who hasn't had 10 total points in half PPR in his last three weeks combined. Just absolutely brutal. He mixed in a game where he was inactive in that same span. So in the last four games, he's been he's missed one and had ten combined fantasy points in the other three. Less than ten. Less than ten. I think it was exactly ten. Half PPR fantasy <laughs> points over three weeks. That sounds like a guy I can trust. This Even week. if he was playing against the Packers, I wouldn't start him. If he was playing against Carolina, Detroit. I wouldn't start him. If he was playing against Detroit, I wouldn't start him. I'm actually glad he's like, not playing I, against those teams because funny you be that it. conflicting, like, oh, my God, I have to play him, but I don't want to. It's no. funny you mention it, though, because the last time Todd Gurley played well was against Detroit, I think. When he scored that touchdown, he wasn't supposed to score. Right. On. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, he gets, he gets Tampa Bay this week, who, as Tom alluded to, is one of the tougher running back yeah. matchups. So yeah. I wouldn't be touching him with the 10-foot pole. Before we close out, I did miss one of my plum picks. Uh, I really like Hollywood Brown. Three straight games with the touchdown. Uh, Say what you will about those touchdowns. Seemingly, every single one of them had their own share of flukiness toward them. 
people could probably argue late game plays and broken plays doesn't matter they all count the same in the fantasy stat sheet and uh, he plays the Jags this week which is just an incredible matchup for wide receivers last I checked all points matter Six last I checked rule. I brought this guy up when like week 12 saying from here on he could be on a glory run and you guys laughed in my face yeah, you got shit lucky on there crazy touchdowns. Absolutely no <laughs> indication that this was coming. Whoa, whoa, I thought all the points count the same. Jeez. <laughs> they do. How, they how, do. How quickly we, we change how quickly we change our tunes. When it comes they to count. giving we just you didn't credit, see these coming. I will flip flop worse than a politician if it comes to giving you credit, Tom. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> it's cool they tell us that politicians are the good guys listen son we're playing against each other this week i'm coming for blood good focus all of that energy on tom you too so that you neglect the lineup that you have to play against me you know what <laughs> i'll check it for you if you no, want you shouldn't check yours at all no you should check yourself before you wreck yourself how many games That's we got good. left we're, yeah. we're getting a long episode we might hit an hour now we're done that was oh, a uh, uh, Tom, yeah. that's a really good phrase. We should go to that more often. Check, check yourself your, before you wreck yourself. Check your lineup check before your you lineup. wreck your lineup. Yep. Add it to the back of the t-shirt. Respect your lineup. Throw some respect on my lineup. <laughs> I'm Scott honestly has to throw some respect on my lineup. He's been talking a lot of shit. <laughs> I'm just trying to put it out there that a lot of your players don't play. <laughs> So it's out in the in the universe, so the universe can accept it, and you can accept it as well. Yeah, I, I've got some leagues where I could be up Shit's Creek if uh, people don't play. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's one of them. <laughs> well, in we'll my see dynasty, all- I have one dynasty league where I'm just loaded, right? Absolutely loaded to the gills. I have a buy. I could be quick. without. I could be without Christian McCaffrey, Antonio Gibson, and Julio Jones. So I could be playing the likes of Latavius Murray, Lynn Bowden uh-huh. Jr. Like, oh, yeah. The, Why the, does that happen to you in that league every year? You I don't know. Drop-off is precipitous. <laughs> That's brutal, man. Those dynasty leagues are like that, right? Like last week, I, I had to. I had some rough ones as well. All right. We'll see how it all shakes out. We'll see who's left shit-talking in the Week 15 recap on Tuesday. For our East Coast fans, stay safe in the winter storm that I believe is in progress as you listen to this. Hopefully it's past. Yeah, it's coming through me at 3 a.m., so it'll get you guys. Godspeed, Tommy. All right, we will see everybody on Tuesday. In the meantime, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at RutzFF. For Scott and Tom, I'm I'm Don. I got it right, but I thought I got it wrong. Story of my life. Keep scoring.